Welcome to the Unleashing Sister Saints podcast. Now in episode 14, I really want to start a discussion about women and confidence and how it relates to sisters in the church, particularly related to my last episode on God needing us to influence differently moving forward. I think really understanding confidence is more important than ever before. In fact, more than ever before in the history of the world, I believe our heavenly parents need sisters to be covenant-keeping, committed, and confident. And although we can have confidence in Heavenly Father and in other people, I'm really talking about confidence in yourself. And I want to start this episode by discussing what confidence is and then start teaching you about gender differences in confidence. We'll probably just get started, so I'm thinking I'll need to do another episode on this, but we'll see how far I get. So first, confidence is different from optimism and self-awareness, self-compassion, self-concept, self-efficacy, self-esteem, and self-worth. It really is different. Of course, they're all related to each other in various ways, but confidence, again, is really distinct. So we often use many of these words interchangeably but I wanna help you understand the differences. So confidence is not just thinking you're a wonderful person. It is a feeling, belief, or attitude of trusting or being certain in your own abilities, skills, qualities, and judgment. In fact, you can only strengthen your confidence through action, actually doing things, practicing, and getting better. Confidence is the stuff that turns thoughts into action. And it can even take the judgments that we have about ourselves, like our self-worth and self-esteem, and transform them into action. It's an assurance or trust that we can do or become something because we have practiced it and learned. So for example, if you play the piano and you've practiced a song, you have confidence that you can play it. And the more you practice, the more confident you become. The confidence you get from mastering one task is actually shown to be contagious and can help you master other things as well. So I want to give you that definition one more time, my formal definition that I use. A feeling, belief, or attitude of trusting or being certain in your own abilities, skills, qualities, and judgment. This includes assurance, courage, and trust to believe in yourself and then act on those beliefs. So if you have low levels of self-esteem, self-worth, self-efficacy, you will struggle with strengthening your confidence. You need to believe you have worth and can be valued and respected to have confidence in yourself. And the more you are self-aware and understand your self-concept, the more you will be able to strategically work on your confidence. So there's a relationship between those words, but I still want to say confidence is different. In addition, optimism is critical to confidence because you must have hope to even attempt to improve. And self-compassion, believe it or not, is also foundational to confidence. Again, you must do and act to strengthen your confidence. You can't just believe, you have to actually do things. The more you act, the more you likely will be able to succeed. It is also more likely the more you act that you'll fail as well. So self-compassion is what helps you and me pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off when we make mistakes. Strangely enough, however, learning to be okay with failure is one of the foundational strategies to strengthening your confidence. So imagine that piano piece again. As you play, you may stumble over parts or hit the wrong keys. 
But all that is part of the practice, part of learning where you need to slow down and focus. The mistakes over time actually help you improve and play more surely. So again, there's relationship to us as women being okay with failure more in terms of that's connected to actually becoming more confident. So quick little note here. So why do we need confidence? Confidence is actually an essential life ingredient and we need it every hour, every day of our lives to pretty much do anything. So in fact, confidence is linked to almost every element involved in a happy and fulfilling life. Without it, we can't succeed as we could and we can't even envision the opportunities we might have to contribute in meaningful ways. So confidence is essential in becoming that, I'm putting quote marks here from Uchtdorf's quote I mentioned many episodes ago, that person of glory and light that we have the potential to become. Little background there on confidence. So let me talk a little bit about understanding gender differences as they can help us really work on strengthening our own confidence. So research tells us that women are less self-assured than men, have more self-doubt, get more anxious when leaving their comfort zones, overthink and don't let go of defeats and mistakes as quickly, have hurt feelings longer, judge themselves harder, take longer to get started after a failure, don't use failures to learn as well, and beat themselves up more often than men. It's as shocking to anyone. Actually, that's what the research says. Of course, men doubt themselves sometimes as well, but they don't let that hold them back as women often do. But I'm just going to say it's not your fault. This confidence gap happens for many reasons that we'll maybe discuss in another episode. Researchers have found that this is generally true across cultures, incomes, ages, professions, and generations. Kind of sucks, actually. Nearly all girls and women struggle with confidence in certain areas at one time or another. And researchers have found that confidence is made up of three key attributes. Number one, genetics. Number two, our upbringing or socialization. And number three, our own choices. So let's talk quickly about those three. So first, there are differences between boys and girls in terms of genetics. No surprise there, unfortunately. Although male and female brains are much more alike than different, there are enough differences that researchers have concluded girls and women have unique thinking and behavior patterns that do impact confidence. So these include differences in brain structure, hormones, neurotransmitters, and more. For example, women have more estrogen and men have more testosterone. No big news there. And those levels actually influence us in profound ways. Estrogen influences increased social and observational skills, including bonding and connection, and it discourages conflict and risk-taking. Now, if you want to know more details about the differences in genetics between men and women, particularly on how this influences confidence, I really suggest that you read the book titled The Confidence Code, The Art and the Science and Art of Self-Assurance, What Women Should Know, and that's by Kay and Shipman. In fact, it's really a great book to read if you want to learn more about confidence in general, too. So second, the way boys and girls are raised, our upbringing impacts confidence levels of young women and young men and men and women. For example, in early influencers, 
such as parents, siblings, extended family, teachers in elementary school and church, socialize girls to avoid taking risks because they step in to help more often. In addition, girls are socialized to seek out praise more than boys, which impacts their confidence throughout their lives. Finally, boys are more likely to be raised knowing that they can choose any college major in anything they would like to, while girls and young women often feel they can major only in certain fields. Of course, there's always exceptions, but my point is that we should be aware of these past and current influences in our lives and how they might impact our confidence and impact confidence in young women and girls and, you know, that we influence as well. My own granddaughter, my daughter. Even the types of service activities that young women and young men do in church happen to be different. Now think about the differences between annual camps for young men and young women. In school and community groups, more boys are enrolled early in sports and other types of competitive activities like speech and debate and are encouraged more strongly to continue these activities throughout high school. We see patterns of young women, especially girls, when they're younger starting sports, but still to this day, they will drop out significantly more often at an earlier age than boys do. So my point is that everything we experience as we're growing up actually impact our confidence. And then finally, even though a big chunk of our initial confidence can be attributed to genetics and socialization, a great deal of building confidence only happens as we change our assumptions and perceptions and perspectives. Confidence can be a choice, and therefore a lack of confidence can also be a choice. This is important because seeing confidence as a matter of choice actually removes it from the passive arenas of genetics and upbringing. Now, even though our thoughts create neural pathways in our brains, we can change our brains in ways that will affect our thoughts and behaviors. We can reflect on the choices we are making and set goals to make decisions that will increase our confidence, our sphere of influence, and the leadership abilities and aptitudes. Although this is a simple concept, it doesn't mean it's really easy to do. I've studied this through the years. Changing our perspective can be really scary and daunting. We may have to recommit to do this over and over again, but it is possible. That's my point. So I'm out of time, (laughs) but I'll do another confidence episode, part two on limiting behaviors and then some strategies to strengthen confidence in ourselves but also in the people, the girls and young women we influence. That can be our daughters, our granddaughters, our great granddaughters, our neighbors, our young women that we teach in church and so forth. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleashing Sister Saints. This is Susan Madsen, and I'm devoted to unleashing the positive impact of Sister Saints on the world. Mm -hmm.